Welcome to the Woman Inc. podcast. This is the place for the new generation of women looking to lead the life of their absolute dreams. I'm your host, Jenna Toddy, entrepreneur, life coach, and strategist for modern businesswomen and entrepreneurs. I am a city girl, sriracha lover, and that friend who will hype you up when you forget how powerful you truly are. I am on a mission to make Women Inc. the most powerful network of women who are leveling up, owning what they want, and becoming who they've always wanted to be. Have you ever wondered what it would look like if you went all in on yourself? No turning back. If so, you are in the right place, my girl. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful Woman Inc. listeners. This is an exciting day. So I just had one of my guests have something come up. She couldn't make our recording that we had scheduled for right now. And I thought, I'm all set up. Let's just give the people what they want. Let's go live. (laughs) So here we are. I'm just kidding. I don't know if this is actually what you want. This might just be my mom listening. I don't know. But I think this is very overdue. If you are new to the Woman Inc. podcast, I've never done a solo episode. I feel like solo episodes are so much pressure, but I love listening to solo episodes. So I feel like we can just kind of wing it together. And I really want to walk you guys back to how Woman Inc. even came into existence and tell you all of the mistakes I've made, everything that I've done wrong, a few things I've done right, and hopefully can help you kind of navigate whatever it is that you're going after in your own life. So let's see. Woman Inc. Here is the story of Woman Inc. Woman Inc. was written down on about a hundred notebooks for maybe a year and a half. Start a podcast. I will start a podcast. Women Inc. will be the number one podcast in the world. And I had been planning this podcast so long before I actually created this podcast. And I think that's important. It's important because the time that is spent dreaming is not wasted time. And so if you have that thing where you're like, I keep saying I'm going to do this, or I've written a million times, do this, I'm going to do this. Don't be hard on yourself because you're just shortening the gap between where you are and where you're going to be. And that dreaming process is critical. I think it's so important. If we all just took action all the time, we wouldn't be thinking through on why we actually want to take action in the first place. So I spent a long time dreaming about Woman Inc. And it definitely made me anxious that I hadn't taken action on it yet. But Looking back, I realized that that time was so incredibly important. So Woman Inc. came to me. One, I wanted a podcast that spoke to women entrepreneurs, businesswomen, or women who are just creating the life of their dreams. I did not want it to be this like overproduced, very serious podcast. I always wanted it to feel like we were just sitting in a living room having a conversation between two friends that a lot of people were listening in on. And the reason why I've always wanted that is because I felt very lonely as an entrepreneur. When I started my first company, Kindly Coveted, I had no idea what I was doing. I was very much winging it. 
And as much as I was smart enough, right, to do that, I don't ever want to take away from from what I built. Um, I knew what I was doing in the sense of I would always figure it out, right? But I had no idea traditionally how to start or run a business. And I make that distinction because I don't want you to wait until you feel ready to start something. You'll never feel ready. I promise you that. But you do learn a lot as you make all of the mistakes and grow and grow and grow. So when I was running Kindly Coveted, my fashion agency, I would wake up and it was just like the weight of the world was on me. I felt like an imposter. I felt like such a failure. I just was like, what do I have to do today to make this work? And the early days of starting a business, it's like, I don't know if everyone feels that way, but that's how I felt. It was just so heavy. Every email felt like so important, right? It's just every email I sent, I'm like, this has to land. This email to this buyer, I have to get my brand into this store. And this is the email that has to be the thing that gets me there. And then you realize, no, you have to send a thousand of those and maybe 10 of them will respond. And that was that was my experience for the first year or so was just really figuring out how do I survive as a human being while trying to build a business? Because it makes you question every single thing you thought you knew about yourself or the world. A lot of people have a lot more experience or I guess like preparation. They go to business school. Um, they have mentors. They've seen maybe their significant other or their friend or their mom or their dad start a business. Um, I had been around a lot of entrepreneurs, but I just, it, as far as in my industry, I didn't really have a lot of people to look to and say, I know exactly what I'm going to do because I've seen it be done before. So it took a toll on me. It definitely took a toll on me. And I think women in all these years later is just not wanting other women to feel like that. And, you know, giving you the resources and the stories of other women who have done it before so that you can look and be like, oh my gosh, okay, I am not alone or they feel like that too. And even just if you get one little piece of information in this 30 minute episode, right? I just want that to be the information that someone needed to hear. So if you notice, I'm never reading notes. I'm truly asking the questions that I want to know or that I believe you guys want to know. And that back then when I was creating that business, I needed to hear. So this is a little long-winded, but that's that was kind of the reason why I had to put Woman Inc. out into the world. And it took a while because in that time frame, I made a lot of changes in my life. So Woman Kindly Coveted ended up being a very successful fashion agency. It was, it grew really quickly, but not in a way of making me happy. So around the four year mark, I decided to walk away. I didn't want to be in fashion anymore. I just wanted to do something new. So that's when I became a coach and I certified as a coach and I started really going down this path of helping women become who they wanted to be. So 
that's really where the podcast started to come into play. So around that time, I think this is 2020, so the pandemic hit, I was so freaking happy. I don't know how to describe it, obviously not from the pandemic, but it was a point in my life where I had the least amount of direction or structure or even goals, but there was something in me that was just so free. And I think it was because I had proven to myself I was brave enough to walk away from something that was no longer serving me. And even though I put so much time and effort and love into building that business, it was so empowering to just say, you know what? I honor that time. I honored the girl I was, the woman I was to have to build that. But I'm going to just honor what I want now and walk away. And there was this change in me. I don't know how to describe it. It was just this shift in me where I realized nothing owns me. Nothing defines me. Like I thought that business defined me. It's what everyone knew me as. But when I just decided to walk away, it made me realize I could go create whatever I wanted in my life because the most important relationship that I had built was one where I trusted what I needed to do and where my feet needed to walk next. And once you have that trust with yourself, that relationship with yourself, it is just this magnetic feeling. And you know if you know what this feels like. It's just you feel like you can do whatever you want in life. And that is the shift that happened for me. So fast forward, I am kind of like, (laughs) we moved to St. John. We're living on an island for a few months, Jared, my boyfriend and I, and we are snorkeling every day. We're like, we're not living off the land, but we're like fishing. I don't know. It just was such a change from living in New York City. And I would go upstairs in the morning. I would jump in the pool. Um, I meditated for like hours a day. I was journaling, reading. It was just this version of me that was so free and really in my feminine energy of like, not pushing for anything to happen. I had no income at the time. I was kind of just floating. And I look back at that version of me. I call her Island Jenna, like Island Jenna. And I love that version of me. I'm so happy that version of me came into the world. But sometimes I miss her, right? Because I'm so far from that now and I'll get there. But sometimes I miss her and I'm like, Island Jenna, (laughs) had it great. But if I had stayed in Island Jenna, right, there would have been a part of me that was never actualized, a version of me that also had to come into the world in order for me to actualize my dreams and and the parts of me that I just knew were within, like waiting to be born. And I think this is important because I don't look at my life in this linear way of, I have to achieve this goal. I truly look at it as these different versions of me that need to be born in order to fulfill a part of me that I feel like needs to just be awakened. And I don't know if other people feel that. That's just truly how I see my life. It's like that feminine goddess version of me was truly needing to 
to be born in that moment of becoming a coach and connecting with other women, connecting with myself, I, I was able to move slowly enough to let her come into the world, that version of me. And at this point, right, I had to evolve to a new place where I got a job in venture capital and Shortly after this island life in Miami, a part of me was actualized that had never been actualized before. And it's not that this version of me didn't exist. And I I want you guys to think about, you know, the different versions of you and when they become the most prominent in your life. For me, getting a job in venture capital, it was this moment of true, like, not masculine energy, but this like almost masculine worth energy of learning to be in a very intense environment, a very fast paced environment, an environment where I couldn't be afraid to communicate what I needed, what I wanted. And in an environment where I was allowed to truly, truly become a version of me that was fearless, like badass boss Jenna was born in this time period. And I think that if you were to look at the two, like Island Jenna and Boss Venture Capital Jenna, that might be kind of confusing because they're very different energies. But sometimes I think we have to push, push ourselves past where we where we want to land in order to really show ourselves what we're capable of. And it was important for me to become this person so that I could prove that I can do hard things. I can work really hard. I can accomplish more than I ever thought I could in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year. And that that wasn't who I was before, right? Like a few emails stressed me out when I was first starting my company. So in order to become this person, it was like different versions had to be born. And now I am at a point where I feel very, very proud of what I've accomplished and very excited to land at a place where I don't feel like I have anything to prove to anyone. Nothing to prove to anyone. I am truly existing at a point right now where everything I do is to bring whatever season of life I'm in to honor that season with as much joy and light as possible. If that were the mission statement, that would be the mission statement. So the season I'm in right now is very go, 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 go. You hear me on my podcast recording sometimes at one in the morning because I need to get it to my editor and I need it to go live. And then I'm waking up at six to go to my office. Like it's a lot. I'm doing a lot of things, but I've decided this is the season that I want to be in right now to actualize this version of me to its fullest. And if we're going to commit to a season of our life, then why not do it with as much joy and light as humanly possible? Because we've chosen to be here. So I think sometimes we get stuck in the season. I'm like, oh my God, I'm working so hard. I'm so tired. And we start to regret the season that we've chose to be in or we start to remove ourselves and our like spirit from the season that we're in and that takes away from from 
going all in on the season of your life. So whether you have a newborn baby and you're like, oh my God, I'm so freaking tired. I am up all night. Just know this is your season. This is your season. And I've never had a baby, so I can't. You're, you could be like, Jenny, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Um, but this is, it is a season and it won't last forever. So when I, when sometimes people are like, how do you do all these things? Seriously, like, how do you do all these things? This is my season. And I show up with love and with joy because I want my life to be joyful and loving and filled with light. And it's very much what we bring into uh, whatever situation we're in. So for me, that is the most important thing I could teach anyone is decide where you want to go, decide who you need to become in order to get there and go all in on that energy in a way that you choose joy and you bring as much light as possible. Because if you don't do that, you will always go to a next season and a next season and a next season expecting happiness or expecting it to bring you fulfillment that that season doesn't just inherently bring, right? Like no achievement brings that joy. No amount of money you make, at least in my experience, brings you that joy. Because if you're a miserable human making money or, or going to Harvard, those things do not actually bring you joy. They're just things. Because once you get there and the excitement of getting there is gone because you're there, it's just you focus on the next thing that you need to bring into your life and the, the next thing you need to achieve or accomplish. So... It is very much your state of being in any season that you're in. This is so incredibly important. No matter where you are, no matter where you go, there you are. You cannot get rid of yourself. You are always going to be there regardless of where it is that you're going. So I think that just taking a moment and saying, how can I be the happiest, most joyful, illuminated self in this situation. And I ask myself this every single day. If I have to wake up on, at 4 a.m. to get on a flight, to go to a meeting, I ask myself, how do I become the most joyful version of myself right now? And sometimes it's laughing at yourself. You're like, I'm so tired, but I said I wanted this. I said I wanted this amount of success. I said I wanted to achieve at this level. So, here we are, Jenna. You asked for this, right? Sometimes you have to laugh at yourself. Sometimes it's just like making that cup of coffee in the morning. Honestly, like that is sacred time. It is the one quick phone call to a friend who just always lights you up. The little things are so important. And so no matter where you're trying to go right now, and whatever version of yourself you're in right now and you're looking back at a different version like I look at Island Jenna sometimes and I'm like god Island Jenna I miss you <laughs> know that you chose this season for a reason you chose this season for a reason and honor that honor that and go all in on that and I really believe that this is how we we move through our life in such a graceful joyful way because we're always going to be going somewhere new. So just go bring yourself on that journey in a way that really honors who you are becoming and the version of you that just radiates the most. 
And I think that's that's truly the key. So very long answer of how I started Woman Inc. But that's kind of been my journey. And now I'm at a point where I'm the president of, of an e-commerce company. We are growing incredibly fast. So that, like I said, the pace is very, very fast. I love my team. I get to lead an amazing team. I get to speak to you guys every single week. My Inc. partnership has just been the best gift. Their team is so incredible. And I love how aligned we are of just bringing really honest, beautiful, behind-the-scenes stories of women entrepreneurs and businesswomen into the world. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's kind of where I'm at. I think that You know, I just turned 30 and I don't know if I have so many different age groups on this podcast. When I look at you guys, it's like it's quite spread out. So I'm speaking to two different audiences here. Those who are older than me and those who are younger than me uh, or I guess three, those who are the same age. And turning 30 did do something to me that I didn't expect. It was the sense of my time is limited and I don't want to waste it. I think that's the number one takeaway I had from turning 30. I didn't feel older. I didn't feel like I woke up and my life was completely different. I don't have any like negative emotions about growing older. I do have a little bit of fear of like looking older one day. That's just vain, the vain part of me. But I think it is this sense of I don't want to waste my time or energy anymore. Like Time is limited. And I don't know if you guys feel that or if you're to that point. I remember in my 20s, I didn't really feel that. It was like time will always meet me where I'm meant to be. Like time is just ever flowing and I'll make my way there. And now I'm like time is there and I have this amount of (laughs) this amount amount of hours to show up. Time isn't moving. Time isn't waiting. I have to show up to time um, and get there quickly. That's just how I feel now. And Something is really, really empowering about choosing what you want to do with your time and who you want to be involved in your time. I would say I spend my time with less people than I ever did before. Um, Sometimes to a point where I'm like, Jenna, you need to to get out there. You need to go outside. You need to go hang out with some other people. But when I am in this season of go, 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 run, I find myself really needing to come home to myself, like really needing to just listen to the sound of my own voice. And I think that's okay. I think I really do think that's okay. I mean, I honor and love my friends so much and the people in my life, my family. There are so many beautiful people in my life, but this part of me gets like guilty of you're not investing enough. And then it's like, if I invested more, I wouldn't be able to come home to myself the way that I need to right now. So if you are in that phase of your life, maybe just be easy on yourself because we can't be everything to everyone. I've had to really learn that the hard way. Just give yourself what you need. And your friends that are your real friends will always be there, you know, and it's just like that little text and thinking about you, I love you. I think those go a long way because yeah, we can't do it all. We just truly cannot do it all. Okay, let's see. We're at almost half an hour. This is crazy. If you are still with me, I I just hope that this candor <laughs> helps you. But I was not expecting this 
this recording today, but I, I think sometimes when we share where we're really at, it really can help people, you know, just know that none of this is when you hear me on these interviews and you hear these like produced episodes, just know there's a person behind that who is doing everything possible to make this podcast something that goes out into the world and helps people. And it's never perfect. You hear, I mean, there are so many times I'm like, this could be so much better. And I could have done that better. Or that question could have been better. Or I'll like get off an interview. I'm like, why did you say that? That was not a good question. And I can be hard on myself. And then I realize I'll hear it back. And I'm like, it was not that bad. Like, it was not that bad. And you were doing what you thought was best in that moment, or you thought that question was best in the moment and just let it go, right? Because maybe you guys are listening thinking, why did she ask that question? But I hope that's not the case. And you're listening, just getting that little bit of information or that little bit of advice that helps you along your journey. So in your life, if there are things where you're being just a little too hard on yourself, you know, it's like you are working really hard and you have points where you're like, you could have worked harder there, or that wasn't the right thing, or everyone is thinking that you are this, this, this. Please, please let that voice be silenced because nothing is ever perfect. Woman Inc. is not perfect. And I I go through that struggle with you. So I, I think just like together, together, we should make this agreement with each other that We just keep moving forward on the things that we say we want in a way that brings us joy and peace and love. And that being hard on ourselves in in that journey is a waste of time and it robs us of that joy. So there's always ways to grow and there's always questions that we can ask ourselves of how can I make this better or how can I elevate? But being mean to ourselves is never the answer. I promise you that. It's never the answer. Uh, So many girls who I talk to, whether on my team or just in this community, are like really hard on themselves, really, really hard on themselves. And I want you to know this because it's very, very prominent in how we sabotage where we need to go. And if we focus so much on how we look or how we sound, or or how other people are perceiving us, we truly dilute the value of where we want to go and why we want to go there. And if you think about where we want to go and why we want to go there, and you really break that down, it generally has very little to do with how we look. I promise you that. Do it. Do it after this episode. Be like, what do I want most in life? And then break down, why do I want it? Okay, but why do I want that? Why do I want that? And do a tear and bring it all the way down. And once you get to that point, you will realize that it has nothing to do with what you look like, has nothing to do with how other people perceive you. It generally has something deep-seated within you that is like calling out to come alive. And whether that's why that is or why you want that to come alive or where that, that began for you, that thing is so powerful when we get to the, the root of it. So letting something as as dull as what will other people think or what if I don't do it perfectly or what if I make a mistake, it's like 
those questions mean nothing when you get to the root of where you're going and why you're going there, that nothing can stop you when you get there. So once you get to the point of knowing where you're going, even if it's just, I know where I'm going this year, you don't have to have your whole life figured out. Bring that empathy and love. Please, please, please bring that to yourself. Please bring that to yourself and know that you are worth every single thing you want in your life. And no one, no one can take that from you. So whether you want to start the biggest business in the world or you want to create a tiny business, you could stay home and be a mom or anything in between. This is your life. Please, please, please do not let anyone tell you why you shouldn't have the things that you want. Nobody. And when you're on your journey to get there, make sure you are easy on yourself and living in a joyful state. Choose joy in the little moments every single day because it's always going to be hard. It's always going to require something of you. It's always going to ask more of you. And that is uncomfortable. And that requires a lot of hours and a lot of effort and a lot of points where you don't want to actually show up. Remember why you want to go there and just do it with joy and love. I think it's that simple. Okay, guys, this has been fun. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. I truly love this community more than I could ever tell you. Like this brings me so much joy, speaking of joy. But I will tell you, it's a lot of work. So there's times where I'm like, I do not want to record a podcast right now. And then I remember why I do. And then I just show up. So thank you. I love you guys. I hope that you are being inspired towards going out and living the life that you want fearlessly or with so much fear that you don't even know what to do with, but doing it anyway. And just showing up imperfectly over and over and over again with grace and love for yourself. I am always here. Please always feel free to reach out. It might take me a while to get back to you, but I'm always here and I'd love, love, love to speak to members of Woman Inc. and just hear where you're at. And I also love when you send me questions because then I know what you guys want to hear in our episodes. So thank you for being here. I hope that you have the most beautiful week and sending you love. Bye. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode and are feeling so fired up to go out there and create that business or side hustle that's been on your to-do list, you know, a little bit longer than you care to admit. It is never too late to make the first step towards the life you want more than anything else. If you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed to the show so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep becoming the woman of your wildest dreams.